Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. First up from our news desk, listen and learn. Board members at Ben Lapine Schools to meet with community members after hearing dissenting voices at its first meeting, by Jack Harville. After a return to in-person meetings, school board directors from Ben Lapine Schools will host listening sessions to meet with the community members in a less formal setting than a typical board meeting, where public comment must be directly related to an agenda item. The first will take place on Thursday, July 29th, from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. in the Silver Rail Elementary School Gymnasium and will be hosted by Board Chair Melissa Barnes-Delakia and Vice Chair Marcus Legrand. The first regular meeting was more contentious than what's typical for a school board. Over 100 protesters attended to oppose the selective masking of non-vaccinated students, masking students in general, and the teaching of critical race theory. The audience was at times rambunctious, often applauding speakers who shared their beliefs, and at one point demanding board members remove their masks. The board decided to continue fully masking students during summer school, but their policy for the fall semester is still being determined. Local Republicans cried foul after the board's first meeting, when most of the school board was pictured without masks at an outdoor party. And finally from our news desk, Rescue Plan B. The American Rescue Plan Act provides funding that Bend will use to achieve housing goals, by Jack Harville. The City of Bend is adjusting its budget to meet City Council goals after it were awarded $7 million in American Rescue Plan Act funds. The supplemental budget presented at the City Council meeting on July 21st outlined a $13.1 million budget adjustment in total, with a lot of the funds going toward housing projects. Several of the projects will help unhoused populations, like the exploration of an appropriate place for a managed camp. Some $1.5 million is expected to go towards finding a suitable location on city or county land, and then managing these camps. We know broadly in Oregon that a managed camp, even a small one with 15 to 25 guests, will cost between $300,000 to $350,000 a year to run. So, at $1.5 million, we felt like we could do maybe three locations with 15 to 25 people for a year and a half, said Carolyn Egan, Recovery Strategy and Impact Officer for the City of Bend, at the Council Work Session. The City is in negotiations with Deschutes County to take on some of the costs while other solutions come to fruition. Another investment in facilities for unhoused people is the navigation center the city is seeking a partner for. So far, 14 organizations have applied to manage the navigation center. Earlier in July, the City of Bend's application to Project Turnkey, a program that funds the purchase and renovation of motels into shelters, was approved. The supplemental budget anticipates the cost for maintaining that facility, as well as acquiring another property through Project Turnkey. Both properties would be run by partner agencies, but the city would be responsible for utilities, rent, and site maintenance. A middle housing program pilot will also be explored to promote different housing types to meet the demand across different incomes. 
It will be an expansion of the affordable housing program that promoted housing projects for people earning lower and middle incomes. Other housing funding will go toward additional city staff who will be necessary to permit new housing projects at a faster pace. Another $5.6 million is being allocated for non-housing projects. $4.2 million is budgeted for the hiring of staff in both new positions and ones that were eliminated during COVID-19. An additional $1.2 million is being given to programs of shared prosperity that include utility assistance workforce development, child care, and community assistance for nonprofits. The smallest change is in transportation and infrastructure, which is being given a $200,000 budget increase for a North Corridor pedestrian crossing near Robo Lane and transportation maintenance. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of the Source Weekly or visit our website, ventsource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.